and welcome again to episode 73 of the Bible Project podcast. And we're in episode 4 in our new series, Working Through the Book of Genesis. And we'll not, and we're and I would remind you that the transcript of each and every one of these talks is available in the podcast notes section of the podcast itself on the Buzzsprout website. But today we begin by looking at the actual text of Genesis, beginning in chapter 1, verse 1, the very beginning, the very first verse of the whole Bible, in which it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now, as a young boy, I was obsessed with astronomy, and it really hit me around about the ages of seven or eight, and I suppose I blame that on the Apollo space program, which was a great part of my childhood. I saved my money for nearly three years to buy my first telescope for the grand sum of £30 in 1972, and that was a lot of money then. I used to gaze up at the sky at night, staring at the stars, and would literally spend hours and hours looking at the moon. One of the first things I learnt was that astronomy is a very cold hobby because the clearer the night, the better the stargazing, but of course the clearer the night, the colder it was. By the age of 13, I could work out where the planets were and where the constellations would be in the sky on any given day and what phase the moon was in, which enabled me to know where to point my telescope. But behind all that, my mind often wandered to the thoughts of the immensity of the universe and questions about how it all got there. And the thing that constantly played in my mind was just the size and the scale of it. How come it was all so big? Now today, scientists in a way are still trying to figure out those questions. Every once in a while we hear about NASA or the European Space Agency. They'll shoot a rocket off into space or they'll build a large hadron collider and say something like this will help us gain an insight into the origin of the universe. It seems to me on the face of it that Genesis chapter 1 has the same purpose. It wants to tell us something of the origin of the universe. So let me ask again that question, how did this all begin? Well I would suggest that Genesis chapter 1 tells us it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So how did it all begin? Well, maybe the BBC's Professor Brian Cox can help. Let me quote from his 2017 book entitled The Infinite Monkey Cage, and he says this. The first thing to emphasise in such discussions, and he's talking about the beginnings of the universe here, is that we don't know how the universe began and we don't know what the fundamental building blocks are. But just because we don't have answers yet doesn't mean that we don't have much to talk about. So that's fair enough really, isn't it? Often scientists are not actually making the claims that some who speak in their behalf say they are. They are not in fact saying that what they believe is final and conclusive. Neither are they necessarily saying something is not true. Usually they are saying that they are not able yet to see or measure or have the physical evidence to scientifically accept the supposition that's presented to them. And in this case it's the supposition of a universe directly created, the one that is presented in the Bible and is offered by people of faith. 
Now the biblical accounts of the beginnings of all things in Genesis primarily lay down a story of a battle of between good and evil which has laid out undisputed patterns for people across time ever since. These accounts in Genesis of the beginnings of all things are deeply connected and affect us still to this day and in a sense they represent what we act out in the world. And I believe they were written down in order to help humanity to make things a little clearer about who we are as humans if we study them. Now a great dramatist like Shakespeare, we know that what he wrote can be almost more true than the words of the page because it helps us understand the human condition. But the Bible also uses poetry and metaphor to help us understand ourselves and what it means to be human. Someone, I believe, will make the mistake of saying it's wrong to approach the Bible in that way. But maybe the Bible is more true than just a list of scientific facts. Maybe it's true because we can abstract truth out of it supernaturally. Maybe it's true because it can be applied in the same way that numbers are true. Don't ever make the mistake of saying the biblical stories are not true. Did you know that numbers are only an extraction from the underlying measured reality, but no one in their right mind thinks numbers aren't real or don't exist? You can even make a case and argue that numbers are more real than the things they represent because it is the abstraction, the understanding of them, that gives us so much knowledge and so much power to use them in the world around us. Once humanity developed mathematics, we became so powerful that literally it seems moved the whole world. Certainly it was the knowledge of physics and mathematics that allowed human beings to escape the earth and stand on another heavenly body. But then when you look at the Bible, you maybe think, wait a minute, maybe there's more to truth than just miserable scientific reality. Perhaps the answer to the questions of the origins of the universe is really the job of the Christian theologian or the philosopher, not the scientist. And it is this point we can approach these opening verses in the knowledge that the truth they tell is the greatest possible extraction of the mind and the will of God, revealed for anyone who would truly wish to seek it. And that's what we're beginning to do together in, the pro in this process as we work together through the book of Genesis. I hope you enjoy the journey. Okay everyone, that's it for this time. Now the place to go for all the links to this ministry and other ministries and podcasts that I do is the podcast notes section of this podcast on the Buzzsprout website. There you'll find links to the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, the sister podcast, the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, and also links even to my SoundCloud page where I create the background music and sound design for this podcast. And there's also, even if you're that way inclined, a place where you can support the podcast and the other ministries to the tune of £1 a month, which really helps with the funding and costs of doing this. But other than that, I really trust you've been blessed by our time together, and I hope to see you all here again very soon.